This is The Prather Point. What will you do after the collapse? Where will you go? How will you and your family survive? Join Jeffrey Prather on March 29th for an extraordinary online event called Calculating the Coming Collapse. During this private online event, you'll learn invaluable strategies to protect your family from what's coming next. To register, visit jeffreyprather.com forward slash CCC. You won't want to miss it. Register before March 15 to save $10. Where do they go in? First floor, first floor, first floor. Hold there, y'all. Oh dear. Very well done. The CIA's Harvard altered Kaczynski into the Unabomber, FBI's, SSRIs, and AIs mind raped Uvalde's Ramos into a dress wearing demoniac. Ukraine is America's biolab. As Zelensky's presidency was a rehearsal for Pedro Joe's, so is Ramos for Gen Z. Yakuza planted their fealty with self finger fillets. Old FBI influence ops beer. They've trained American teens into self castrating. But as the Phoebes ignored FC's human behavior in their own unit for 17 years, they've not only ignored, but re rejected their own even longer. Anti terrorists have become the terrorists while wildly projecting onto PTA, moms, and vets, instilling obedience through fear or trying to. But the new tyrants have forgotten the legends, the lessons of the legions, even though Dune just reminded us of the mind killer and little death. 
The paraclete protects us. But woe and doom unto you, baby killers and child rapers, when Americans realize what you have done in ultra-Ukraine, Ovalde, and now Nashville. They will string you up from street lamps. A retired soldier, special agent, spy, turned whistleblower warrior, served and sabotaged, rejected and redeemed, failed and forgiven, betrayed and saved, rejecting revenge, humbled and blessed, repurposed and redemption as chaplain, leader, teacher, and truth teller. Now your intelligence officer, re following God, leading my family, and any that choose to join on our long walk to faith and freedom. Welcome. I'm Jeff Prather, and this is the Prather Point. Welcome, everybody. Happy to be with you. Uh, prayers out uh, for the uh, family of the fallen uh, and um, kudos and honors to those uh, great cops and that uh, cop medic uh, there. Speed, surprise, violence and action did everything uh, right. That's what real hero cops uh, look like. That was a good kill. Uh, sometimes you have to take life to defend life, uh, and they should have no regrets about that. That's how it should be done, moving to the fire of the guns. Um, <clears throat> and uh, before I get to my special guest, I just want to say I got a text this morning. Uh, Jeffrey, a word of thanks for your advice and wisdom related to DCS. Putting the screens over the glass doors at the entrance of the schools was prophetic. The Nashville shooter shot out the glass to get access. Thank you, my friend, for your advice. So uh, I've done a lot of school uh, security and church security uh, seminars over the years, and that was the uh, former headmaster from a Christian school uh, that I did, uh, much like this uh, Christian school where this uh, tranny was. So that uh, was uh, tearfully much appreciated. Um, and we are going to see more of this because we have government gangsters uh, and public school pedos uh, and pharmaceutical pushers. Uh, <clears throat> and the red line is our doorstep. And it's going to get even worse. They're saying in California, they want to pass legislation that they can uh, kidnap your kid to, to tranny them. So kidnapping is a old pillar for the justification uh, for the use of deadly force, by the way, something I've taught many, many times. Um, and there was just a 65-year-old uh, pedophile sneaking into a uh, day uh, daycare center um, going after uh, babies because this government um, is encouraging uh, all of this. So get out of the cities, get your kids out of pedo public schools, uh, get out of the hospital. Uh, murder zones uh, and wake up uh, or you are going to be called off and so are your kids. But very special guest today. Uh, and, uh, he doesn't want to show his face and I can certainly understand why. Uh, and uh, Mike Gill is a, um, I guess you'd say a, a New Hampshire um, uh, former governor candidate whistleblower. Uh, and I know what it's like to be a whistleblower, but I think you've got more severe stuff, but I've been asked uh, by a lot of folks to uh, have you on. Uh, and so thank you for uh, coming on and thank you for uh, your service to our fallen republic. Mike, welcome. Thank you, Jeff. I want people to know first that this is not just New Hampshire. New Hampshire is a clearinghouse. And 
it affects this country. For, for instance, the Pandora Papers, $932 billion that's in the state of New Hampshire, that's corrupt politicians across our country. It's drug cartels. The distribution networks is across this country. And that same network of protection is the federal government, from the FBI to the DEA to the IRS and the Treasury helping launder their money. So it's all-encompassing. It certainly is. And that's how I became a whistleblower when I exposed the DEA had to deal with the Sinaloa cartel uh, to run drugs north in exchange for the Fast and Furious guns going south. But you've discovered much more than that. Um, and the government has really become a corporate cartel. But can you walk us through your story uh, of how you discovered this and then began to um, uncover it and uh, fight it? Okay. I've. I've I first want to explain to people that it was a, a victim of circumstances, not one that I would wish on anybody. I had built the largest volume mortgage brokerage firm in the United States by volume, and that is recognized by Fannie Mae, multiple awards, and even to the point that they would use my images and my information as training tools. So I came an expert at banking, particularly through the mortgage industry. I also, because of my success, built the largest thoroughbred racing stable, the sport of kings, the elite of the elite, and became the world champion. Now, I want you to know that I went to school to be a priest. My family we grew up extraordinarily poor. So there was no head start. There was no helping hand. I did what I did with insight and strategy. I have limited talents, so many other areas. But in these few areas, well, you can't argue the results. And what happened was that made me a banking expert also uncovered a Ponzi scheme in the state of New Hampshire. That in 402 mostly elderly were victims of this Ponzi scheme. It's called financial resource management if you choose to Google. And what it was, was it was tied to an attorney that happened to be one of my attorneys. Bill Shaheen, Hillary Clinton's co-chair, husband to Senator Gene Shaheen, leading lobbyist across the country for opioid industry and the insurance industry, which is more related than you know. So he was a power broker. He controlled the governors in the state of New Hampshire for many years including his wife, Senator Jean Shaheen, previously was a governor. And so was Maggie Hassan that he controls. And from the governor's position is a very important position. It appoints the attorney general within the state. And that's how you build a network of protection. So when I, when I uncovered this Ponzi scheme, I came to realize 
that the banking department was involved in the Ponzi scheme. Peter Hildreth was the banking commissioner. Two of his brothers were on the Ponzi scheme as investors and owners, along with Bill Shaheen as being the head of this. I had a second attorney who was another president of a law firm. And why I had Bill Shaheen as the president of his law firm and Alex Walker, the president of Divine Millimat, if you become wealthy, they find you. If you don't have a problem, they'll see that you get a problem. And that's how that works. I approached Alex Walker and explained that it was Bill Shaheen's Ponzi scheme and the banking commissioner was in on it. He told me to shut up, be quiet, never mention this again. Walker was part of the protection of the banking department. How the methodology to lose your state is these large law firms get together and they infiltrate your AG's office with their corrupt lawyers. Those lawyers in time become judges, a network of corrupt judges. The worst of them become politicians. You ever wonder why so many lawyers are politicians? So what happens is from that AG's office, they corrupt your departments within the state. Your banking department becomes a laundering network. Education becomes a, a den of thieves. So Shaheen created this money laundering network, but also the protection of it. By patrolling the governor, you appoint the AG. And with their control, they assigned their own person into the banking commissioner. So now that you have this entity of protection first, because if you control the courts all the way up to the U.S. Attorney's Office and prosecutions with the FBI, you become judgment-proof, prosecution-proof. You can't go to jail. Now think about this. Ready? Everything always makes sense. I approach this extraordinarily logically like I would turning a page in, in, in a roadblock in a business. So who would this service be the most valuable to? Obviously, the most corrupt or also the most evil. Now, what's more evil than drug cartels, which are also your human traffickers, which is also tied to child trafficking and organ donors? the most evil of us. They need protection most of all, and they will pay for it with the dark money that can't be traced. There's the, there was the offer, and this, I mean, it's like the field of dreams. Would they say, if you build it, they will come? Well, Shaheem built it 30 years ago and counting, and they came. So in this laundering network, now today known as the Pandora Papers, but let's not forget, over 10 years ago, I called out New Hampshire as the deep state laundering network. I've done many videos and exposed this. In fact, I've sent you some information where I turned down $50 million in writing. 
Now, remember, I was a wealthy man. Three, three, four hundred million dollars. So what I found was, was this laundering network. They tried to buy me out. Now, you see this 50 million settlement. In fact, you can go to the video, the list that was on State of Corruption, YouTube, and you see me go over the names of the releases. That same Bill Shaheen, the architect of this network, he's on the $50 million settlement. So is the IRS. So is the Department of Revenue that collects taxes from within the state. So is the banking department and the banking commissioner. Now, what you should pay attention to is the fact that each and every one of those entities are auditing entities. Do you know how they created this money laundering network? By controlling everything that audits. We're talking the federal government in the IRS and state government. They are protected. There's a law in the state of New Hampshire, and I'll get into that more with James O'Keefe, but the banking commissioner previously, Jerry Little, was a state senator. He wrote a bill. That bill says if the banking commissioner trusts you, we don't have to audit. Well, guess what? That's a get-out-of-jail-free card. Open the door to the Pandora Papers around the world to park their monies in hidden LLCs and trusts. That's where that money comes from. And again, understand what $932 billion represents. The defense budget of this country is $700 billion. So for that small state of New Hampshire, they have more money in hidden assets than we do in our own defense of this country, which is two and three times greater than all the countries around the world. That's the level of corruption. See, all you have to do is believe this. Do you believe there is corruption? Do you believe there is? is such a thing as drug cartels and human traffickers, then logically you have to believe that they're putting their money somewhere. They have to be cleaning their money to use it. They're not doing this as a free service. There it is. And that dark money is what buys politicians. The problem with drug money, people may not know, is they've got so much of it, it's hard for them to uh, launder it anywhere. So, you know, I've seen it in, in inside walls. So this is not a stretch at all, what you're saying. But are they, no. when you say the cartel, are you saying uh, the, the cartels are all together? And what about the what I call the Pfizer cartel, the legal cartel? Um I haven't, I haven't made a connection directly to them, although I see that. But get more specific about the cartels. Okay, I will. Because I uncovered what I believe is the largest cartel in this country. Now, is there more than one cartel? There is. But I believe this is the largest and the largest by far. The head of this cartel's name is Dick Anagos. His front people are... Andy Cruz, who is now the president of the lottery, 
another extension of money laundering, which gives licensing to his chain of casinos, which again is tied into money laundering, and Bill Griner. Griner is the chairman of the board of the cartel bank primary, and he's also his political asset as far as moving politicians in place to protect this network of corruption. So what they do is they own treatment centers, hospitals, pharmacies, hospice care, along with casinos and strip clubs. I mean, it's if the series Ozarks on, on steroids. So the, he's also the leading real estate holder, commercial and residential, owned business restaurant chains. He is a multi, multi-billionaire. But what this dark money buys, it buys protection. It buys those courts. It buys the politicians. In fact, it invests the, into the politicians before they even run. The DEA, I showed you and I sent over a video. Uh, Mike Gill delivers evidence to the DEA again. The DEA protects the cartel. They are partners. Think of this, ready? The largest seizure of fentanyl in this world was the evidence you see me deliver on camera to the DEA. And if I didn't have it on camera, there wouldn't have been any seizure. And shortly after this, they tried to murder me three times in 13 days. Because I also had the heads of the cartel on message centers across highways. Because the FBI wouldn't do anything. The DEA wouldn't do anything. I came to that understanding. So I took it to the people. And, and and outed all these criminals. But that seizure, ready? An 80,000-pound capacity tractor trailer full of fentanyl in the multiple, multiple tons. The previous record was 254 pounds. Now, the head of the DEA, Jack Riley, proclaimed New Hampshire ground zero for opioids right after I gave them their largest seizure in history. Well, think about this now. Ready? The Pandora Papers is the largest money laundering network in the history of the world, as it is proclaimed by over 100 journalists. And what people don't realize is New Hampshire is the manufacturing center of assault rifles for this country. So let's think about this. The small state of New Hampshire is ground zero for opioids, money laundering, and guns. Now, how's that? The small state of New Hampshire. That is what I'm talking about. That Statistically, that is impossible. Impossible. It is a clearinghouse. Now, for those who have asked why New Hampshire, well, one, it's completely corrupt. But think about this. If you were to hide not just the money, and they, and they consider their money extraordinarily precious because it's also the way in of catching them. So don't you think we can't win, but you find their money and, you, and how they clean it is that path. So it is the most protected path 
The FBI, Boston FBI, there is no more corrupt office than the Boston FBI. They control all of New England, not just Boston, not just Massachusetts, but New England with the exception of Connecticut. They have the DEA that's in the same town as the cartel, Bedford, New Hampshire. The police chief of the small town of Bedford, of 23,000, is a guy named Briansky. He was the head of the DEA Mid-Atlantic with 300 agents working for him. It is ground zero in protection. They wanted to move El Chapo to that same Bedford location that I called out on video that got that seizure. The same Bedford, New Hampshire that the cartel lives in. Google it. They wanted to move El Chapo there. Trump stopped that move. I know because I talked to their aides and told Trump's people, Lewandowski was his name, the campaign manager. If you move El Chapo there, he's gone. And that was the intention. So, again, that partnership. And think of that dark money. The DEA and the FBI, they're not out there writing writing books. They're not out there being paid by lobbyists. So what would make them corrupt? The dark money of the cartels. The special agent and FBI make $71,000 a year on the average. We don't have corrupt cops. What makes you think there's a line in the sand between corrupt cops and corrupt FBI agents? There's not. They're, they're owned. I have evidence, and President Trump, I hope you're listening. The fact that our Coast Guard in Miami is meeting cartel boats, unloading fentanyl and drugs, and bringing them to the Miami FBI. From there, there's a pipeline of distribution, one of which goes to New Hampshire. I have a recording of two FBI agents on the phone with a cartel member talking about the sale and movement of drugs. That's right. There's no doubt about what's going on. They are in our face. They are challenging you. What's happening now is what people... Go ahead, Jeff. What year did what year did you discover this? Well, it, are you referring to the FBI taking drugs off the boat? Yeah, FBI, FBI, DEA, because uh, in, in twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Okay, so you know, in uh, ninety three was my first big. Um, 18-wheeler seizure of marijuana, and then later on, you know, or rather, sorry, 2,000 pounds of cocaine um, on horseback uh, in Nogales. So what you're saying rings very true uh, for me, uh, and it took me a long time to realize it, uh, but I just wanted to see the, the time frame for this. But yeah, the FBI is corrupt, the DEA is corrupt. Uh, that's, that is very clear, uh, but I just wanted to see the time frame, because I think everybody is now waking up because of the ability of social media uh, to put this stuff out. But go ahead, please. Well, you mentioned social media. Why do you think social media was controlled so badly by the FBI, Twitter, Facebook? Because 
And any and I, and I know you're a major, so you know this. What is one of the first things you take out in a war or a battle? You take out communications. They know our, what what our advantage is is our numbers. By turning around with these numbers, how we have to use them is by communications, which is what we're doing together right here and now. We have to inform the people what the media isn't, because the media is owned by this corruption. The same members on the pharmaceutical board are on the same boards of the media. They are intentionally dividing us. I met with hundreds and hundreds of victims, started State of Corruption, which became an intelligence organization. I never asked anybody their race or their politics or their religion. I met with people that needed help. I mean, the one thing that unites us all is that we want a future for our children. They are taking that. Don't misunderstand this, right? The war is about control. How do the few control the many? That's 87,000 IRS agents armed. That's digital currency where they can shut off you from your money and your assets with a flip of a switch. That's control. That's the movement. Everything that we're seeing and experience is a plan right down from COVID, right down to inflation. You don't think the feds knew? I mean, I was in the mortgage industry. There was a thing called reversed yield curve. It's when the short end of the bond market yields are higher than the long end, which is unnatural, but not in the time of inflation. They knew it was coming. Biden, in the single year, printed 60% of the whole currency ever printed in this country in a singular year. Now remember, I told you everything makes sense. So if you flood the market with currency, you devalue the currency. You devalue your currency. The currency has to be used more to buy. That's the inflation that we, we, we're experiencing. And then you, then you combat that with raising rates. They knew exactly what they were going to have to do, which slides us into a recession. Your housing market values are going to plummet. So think about this. I am telling you it's all by design. It's all by by control. That's what we're doing. Now, now in these Pandora papers, in this money laundering, it is critical to understand the nature of, of this. One, it's our methodology of defeating them. That evidence is sitting right now in Congress, in the Ways and Means Committee. They've had it since October of, of 2021. They know the names. The cartel that I'm telling you about, Aganos, they sold Auto Fair, the largest car dealership in New England, but they were moving drugs through those cars. They were using the inventory to hide uh, assets. They were using primary bank to finance the car to launder the cash. Granite State Recovery, the largest recovery center in New England, again, owned by the cartel. If people remember that 
Vice President Pence's plane turned around midair from landing in New Hampshire. The story was he was going to meet with a drug trafficker, guy named Hatch. Hatch is a drug trafficker. He worked for the cartel. He got arrested two years before. He was a counselor all the way up until that point. In fact, he was on the campaign trail with Senator Shaheen, Gene Shaheen, going to grammar schools, telling people how bad drugs are. It was baloney. Pence was meeting with Agonos, who owns the treatment center, and Governor Sununu, and I'll get into more about that. But what that was, dark money gets you elected. Pence was chasing the dark money. Trump knew what, who he was meeting because the evidence that I gave to the Department of Justice and his own campaign manager, Corey Lewandowski, it was Trump who turned that plane around. That's what happened. But how about this? They're on the Pandora Papers. Prospective Trust is on the Pandora Papers. What I'm telling you is Congress is tipping off the cartels. The cartel now, Silicon Valley Bank, because the question we should all have is all these trillions, not millions, not billions, but trillions. If you take New Hampshire at 932 and South Dakota in the Pandora Papers of 300 billion, that's 1.2 trillion dollars. Silicon Valley Bank would went belly up in 48 hours with a move of 48 billion. Now, Let's go to Silicon Valley Bank, because the question is, how many cartel banks are there? How many banks, regional banks, do they own outright? Primary bank in New Hampshire with a chain of banks are all cartel money. So if you happen to be in there when the cartel gets bagged, you go down the drain with them. Now, Silicon Valley Bank. Well, actually, the ownership is Silicon Valley Bank Group. Now, if you look at this group, their largest asset is Boston Trust, Boston Private Bank and Trust, except for it's a New Hampshire corporation. It's a foreign corporation. And its agent is a broom closet in a warehouse. That's the, that's the essence of the front, a trust company front. It is cartel money. That's the money that moved out of the bank. Why? Well, we've got two things. One, they're getting tipped off by Congress. And Congresses are getting a little nervous because President Trump's been sending out messages, too. Like the cartels are destroying the fabric of our country. He goes on to say they're stealing the youth of this country, which they are. In fact, President Trump recently turned around and said about going after the deep state and, and, and mentions the intelligence agencies of this country, just like I've been saying for these 16 years. And then he turns around and peeks very specifically about the inspector generals of the country, that they have to be disassociated with their entity. Well, here's Project Veritas working with me and Aaron Day 
an operative of Project Veritas. He only records with me the Inspector General of the Treasury in a cover-up of my evidence in an investigation of the IRS for three years. Tom Morley, the Titka agent, said it was the worst corruption they have ever seen of the IRS. I gave them information of money laundering, extortion, and targeting. And remember now, the IRS is on that $50 million settlement. They're not saying they're innocent, and nothing says you're guilty by paying you $50 million. They just never expected anybody to say no, especially when they put a gun to your head. Now, that Treasury Inspector General Tim Camus was committing treason. They, you hear him say he put plants in my office. They ran a cover-up operation. That evidence, with the help of President Trump, got me to U.S. Attorney Lullen. Now, I gave you and sent over an evidence list that was created by, not me, but the U.S. Attorney Lullen, who was the most powerful U.S. attorney in the country because it represents New England, next to Attorney General Sessions at the time. What does he do? He collects all this evidence. Money laundering, which is the Pandora Papers, the drug cartel, the corrupt politicians, the judicial corruption, the corruption within uh, the insurers, the $50 million settlement. And what does he do with the evidence in writing? Again, hard evidence that you all get to see. And I posted those videos. It goes to the Attorney General of the United States Session, then to Barr. It also goes to the FBI Washington, D.C. Bureau. They all have the evidence. They have the recordings of the Inspector General. Project Veritas recorded a hitman being hired by the cartel in Shaheen to have me murdered. Exact words were, how much to make him go away. Now, that's all evidence. It's evidence you can hear and listen to, including the video, the list, with the $50 million settlement that I go over line by line and their releases. They are the organization of the Pandora Papers and the protection. So now you know that President Trump has that. You know that the Department of Justice have that and the attorney generals of the United States. And then after the election of 2020, General Flynn came to see me, sought me out with Sidney Powell, who were both working with Trump at that very time to keep him in office. Now, this is the ex-National Security Advisors reaches out to me for my evidence in emails and text messages, creating a timeline. The first thing they asked for is that $50 million settlement. I never spoke to Flynn prior to that. How did he even know that I had it? You understand they know my evidence. They know who I am. They know what I have. All sides know what I have. They were using that evidence, General Flynn, and why I worked with him and his team was to keep President Trump in office. And the promise was that they were going to tell the American people my evidence. And what people have to understand is you are the blackmail, the currency in Washington, the secrets of the Pandora Papers, 
is those secrets, is who's corrupt. Think about this. What was Maxwell and Epstein? They were blackmailers, but they were money launderers, right? They used their blackmail to stay alive. Now think about this. Maxwell winds up in the state of New Hampshire. Here's a woman had resources to go anywhere in the world. Why did she go to the small state of New Hampshire? Because she knew that that's where the money laundering network was. She built, she bought a house next to the money that she knew that she could leverage and blackmail them with. I am telling you, Clinton's money's in there. Bill Shaheen was her campaign manager. Biden, Biden's two VP candidates were Shaheen and Hassan each. Do you think there's somebody else they trust more with their money inside the most trust protected vault in the world, protected by the DEA, FBI, Department of Justice? That's where their money is. Now, think about those secrets. What was James O'Keefe? Well, he did what Epstein and Maxwell did. He recorded secretly, right? He spent all that time in New Hampshire. In fact, if you Google 2014, you're going to come up with three articles, all written by the same man, Aaron Day, who, by the way, was my campaign manager, who infiltrated my company working with James O'Keefe and Project Veritas, and is now running for president of the United States. Why? Because he holds the same secrets. Now, O'Keefe in 14, the three articles read this. James O'Keefe investigates Bill Greiner. I remember I told you Bill Greiner is the chairman of the board of Primary Bank and the political agent of the cartel. Next article, Ben Swan investigates Bill Greiner. Both Swan and O'Keefe are key figures in the Libertarian Party movement. The third article is O'Keefe and Ben Swan investigate Griner. So we can all say they were investigating Griner, and they're pretty good at what they're doing. And what you're going to find out is, and what they found out, that Griner is the cartel. He works for Dick Aganos. Do you know what Aaron Day and O'Keefe brought me? The cartel in 2016, as I was running for governor. I ran for governor not because I'm a politician, because I'm not a politician. I couldn't be bought and I wouldn't be threatened to stop. So I decided to take them on myself. That's when I, they tried to murder me. I had a very simple plan. I was going to bring in a military tribunal, take over the attorney general's office within the state, be very reasonable with immunities, even maybe even to the worst of them, but to get the names of all of them. I was going to try the cartel for murder. I was going to try the politicians for treason along with the judges. And I made it very clear which is why they sabotaged my election, which, again, they tried to murder me at the same time. But now, would O'Keefe and Day find out that they're up against the cartel? They gave me this evidence for me to go against the cartel. 
And what happened is O'Keefe works the deal with uh, Chris Sununu. Now, Sununu was running now for governor. Sununu wouldn't take over the governorship unless he had control of the banking department. That's our friend, Jerry Little, of the banking, who became the banking commissioner and wrote the bill, you don't have to audit. He wrote that bill because he knew what he was going to manage was the Pandora Papers and those secrets. Sununu became the gatekeeper of that evidence because of O'Keefe. And O'Keefe and Day betrayed me and 106 witnesses I had against the cartel in a trial. So no witnesses, no evidence allowed. <clears throat> and what happened was, so what, say that again. Why did, O'Keefe, why did O'Keefe betray you? Because O'Keefe could have a deal with Sununu. By Sununu taking power of the banking department, he takes control of the cartel. And right now, you can't find a picture of Dick Aganos and Sununu not together, opening up treatment centers and opening up casinos. Sununu took the keys of the money laundering network, and he took the power and the control of the cartel and that dark money, which is why Sununu's running for president. He also turned around and put Shaheen in check and his, 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 his party of protection. It was literally a coup. And what happened was, which, did, what happened with Sununu did, and O'Keefe in 16, 2016. Yeah. So what happened with O'Keefe and, and Sununu? 2020, December. December of 2020. So, another, so this has been going on for the last five years, seven years, actually. So what happened was O'Keefe then was given the green light to bring his people, his 20,000 libertarians in the state, because now he's got the protection of Sununu. And he's got the cartel in check, because now Sununu turns around and has their money laundering network. Now, the cartel doesn't care so much who's in charge, just as long as who's in charge is, take, is, is giving him protection, which is exactly what happens. So, so think about this. It was it was Project Veritas and Aaron Day and O'Keefe who recorded that hitman. It was them who recorded the Inspector General of the Treasury. Why didn't he bring that up? Trump brought it up and said we had to do it. This is major evidence. And you know what O'Keefe comes up with in all those years? Some 60-year-old woman voted twice. Wow. That's worth a few hundred million. You see, that's so what the, happened. Well, so, as it, so, you know, I discovered this, you know, back in 2009. Uh, and then I later on discovered that the CIA was there when they were torturing Kiki. And so we keep pulling back levels of this, of this corruption. And everything you're saying fits with my experience. But... I, you know, somebody's asking, so O'Keefe is a crook too. I'm not so much sure it's he's a crook, but he gets to a place where he has to defend and protect himself. And the the evidence that he has is the protection. What happened with, I think, Maxwell was, or Epstein was, 
he wasn't needed anymore. Trump moves the uh, the embassy. You know, I always thought Maxwell was running Epstein. Uh, and when when Trump moved the uh, embassy to Jerusalem and they're back in, they don't have any need for that. Uh, and that started to get exposed so they could off him. But Maxwell, like you just said, is still there. And, and now I see why she's in New Hampshire. But when you get to these levels, it looks like to me that people uncover and they're just trying to survive. That's my first question I'd like to answer. My second question is, where where are Flynn and Trump now? I, it's interesting that you say Trump is exposing the cartels now. That fits. Um, uh, but where is that oh. in play in your view now? All right. All right. First, Maxwell, when she gets arrested by the corrupt Boston FBI, you know who her lawyer was? Bill Shaheen. No accident. They had to keep her quiet. That's how she got snatched up. They broke the deal. All right, so that's Maxwell. Now, O'Keefe protecting himself? Oh, no, he didn't. This was a plan. He knew. How about the 106 witnesses that he gave up in Aaron Day? How do those men and women protect themselves? They were brave people that came forward, including six separate arresting state troopers a federal judge, a federal prosecutor, two state senators. What happened to the woman who works in the bank, who works in the banking commissioner, works in clerk of courts? They gave them all up to the cartel, which are killers. And then why didn't O'Keefe give it up? Because blackmail gets to be used over and over again. When I refused the deal after they had the $274 million judgment and leveraged me with my home, my businesses, and then I still said no, O'Keefe ran to Trump. And that's what happened because he needed protection. They brought me into Washington under camera and Epoch Times with Bureau Chief Stephen Gregory, Trump's most trusted ally, to get me on video, giving them all the evidence only to have me murdered the minute I went back to New Hampshire, which is why I haven't been back to New Hampshire in five years, because it was a setup for me to be murdered. Now, the thing with Flynn, no, he came into the picture after 2020. I, in, I asked Trump multiple times, put it out there publicly, tell the American people, blow up this cartel. They're killing children now. Turn around and expose the FBI. This was still when people still didn't believe the FBI was at the level that they are now. People don't understand the transformation that's gone on in just the last two years. It wasn't long ago. I started in 07. If you couldn't say what I'm saying now and not think that you were crazy or you're a conspiracist theorist. I mean, take a look now. What's a conspiracy now? If I told you everything wasn't corrupt? Now, what I would tell no, you no, is... I, 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 agree. I agree, because back in my day, I said, hey, Eric Holder's lying about me. DOJ's lying about me. DEA's lying. They're changing reports. They're making this stuff up. You know, and back in the day, you know, people had a hard time believing that. Now, uh, they're like, well, of course, that, that's what they're doing. But it, it's a process. Uh, for to wake people up, you know, but I'm talking about that was, you know, oh, nine. They started no, coming I, after me in oh, four. No, I understand. I understand, you know, 
I'm just saying the average person out there, well, think about this, ready? We are already against this. Good people have a hard time seeing this evil. Because I couldn't, and yeah. I'm sure at one point you couldn't believe the depth of corruption. Now, either could I. We had to keep running into it. And what happens is you, you come to the terms where you start saying, if you're going to fight this corruption, first, it's evil. When you turn around and, and you're trafficking children and you're killing them with fentanyl, we're dealing with evil here. And good people can't see what they don't believe. So first they had to start believing that it was possible. Then the second phase is once you believe it's possible, then you start seeing them. And then something strange happens, like they all knew it the whole time, you know, which makes me want to jump out a window. But you know what? At least they know it. So now they're receptive. Now what I'm trying to do is have them connect the dots. Now, with General Flynn, by General Flynn wanting all that evidence well, and sending it over by text messages and emails, the National Security Advisor didn't do this by accident. He was creating a timeline saying they got Mike Gill's evidence right after the election. Again, they were going to use my evidence to keep Trump in office, and we don't have to guess because I've posted those communications. Now, why doesn't Flynn turn around and tell the American people now? Well, that's a good question to ask for General Flynn. And President Trump, as he's in the midst of being indicted, he's turning around and show, throwing shots over their heads by bringing up the cartels because he knows it. He's telling you that the deep state needs to be dismantled, and you start with the intelligence agencies and the inspector generals, of, how about this, of the Treasury, which we have on recording. What I would ask Flynn is, why haven't you told the people? I'm a, I'm, I was told you were giving the evidence to Trump, but I've got to tell you, I don't completely trust that anymore. Now, the president, knowing what he knows, you don't wait two years from now from an election, an election we can't trust, and two years we can't afford to burn. Trust me, they are moving forwardly, forwardly. We've got to take action. He, President Trump has got to trust the American people. You don't win in courts. You're not winning in elections. You tell the American people the truth, the depth of this corruption. You name names as I name names. I mean, it's dangerous. You know what? We get 18-year-old children fighting for this country risking their lives, we can't do the same? Because make no mistake about it, we are in a war. These are our freedoms and liberties that are in stake right now. We don't have time. These kids are dying and they're moving fast, fast. You see digital currency? They're moving fast. So I asked President Trump to turn around and tell the American people, if there is one thing that can unite us all, <clears throat> this isn't politics, race or religion. If we can't see that this, these drug traffickers, 
these human traffickers, these corrupt politicians aren't evil. And if you side with them, then you side against the rest of this country. This is the spark. This is the path. Now think about this. Ready, President Trump? You demand from Congress the names of 932 billion. We want to know those corrupt politicians. We want to know those cartels. The 300 billion in South Dakota, we want their names too. There's money in in Wyoming and Delaware too. Those four states which just happens to be four of the six smallest states in this country for a reason. You see what's happening in Arizona? Arizona's finding out that Sinaloa cartel is owning real estate and businesses. Well, they own your politicians. Your governor, Hobbs, was the secretary of state. You can't move these businesses transfer these LLCs and trusts if you don't own the Secretary of State. Now, who's the Secretary of State now in Arizona? He comes out of the same corrupt Attorney General's office. The equivalent to your banking department in Arizona comes out of the same Assistant Attorney General's office. Remember I told you the methodology in the state of New Hampshire Roots from the attorney general's office. It's the same thing. I didn't just catch New Hampshire. I caught the methodology of how you take over a state. Dick Anagos, the head of the cartel, is directly in line with the Sinaloa cartel, which is why El Chapo's first cousin got arrested there in a project the Sinaloa cartel was building an apartment complex for guess who? Dick Anagos. You can Google that. The largest cocaine bust in the history of the state. And I come up and I give the DEA with the name Dick Aganos, the largest fentanyl seizure in the world. I mean, how many times you've got to keep landing in the same nest? This is what's happening. And the corruption in the banking drug. They built the city of Miami skyline with cocaine money. That's part of history, folks. Look at that skyline and know where that came from. Now look at this country. The problem isn't in it. It's it is it is grown a million times more severe. They are never going to tell you the real death toll of fentanyl. Think about this. How did our borders get open in a time of of, of crisis? With the Ukraine, with, with, with Russia, with China? Why would we open our doors, not just to drug cartels and human traffickers, and street distribution is really what it is, you know? It's not going to be so much more over-the-counter as much as in your streets. Why do you think your cities are blowing up with crime-ridden? Why do you think you're having these raids on stores? And Because it, they're drug Addled. They need to steal. Now, it's these corrupt politicians that open those borders. We're not bringing in terrorists. How would you come into this country if you were them? They couldn't spike our our drinking water, our water rev- reservoirs. I mean, is anybody thinking about that? This country is wide open to be attacked 
which is what's happening. And these banking systems, these regional banks, and the money through my, how much money of it is dark money? I'll, I can only tell you this. It's beyond your imagination. And it could be how these banks fail. Because the minute Trump's going to rattle their tree, the minute he forces Congress to come up with names, there's going to be banks closing across this country. Why? Because if you're the cartel, and we can think logically about this, ready? What would you do if you were the cartel and you were being uncovered? It's hard to move buildings, businesses. You move the cash out first. That's what they did. Do you see what happened to Silicon Valley Bank? Their stock two days before the run on the bank was, was it $630 a share? CNBC Kramer had a buy on it a month before, as he did FTX. Now think about that. That money moved out because it was drug money. Remember I told you how it had direct lines to New Hampshire and the Pandora Papers? That's why it was moved. Now think about this. What did they have? 500 Israeli startups? Now think again. 80% of startups go out of business in the first year. So all that money that transferred to Israel in the billions has now disappeared. Now, it isn't gone. It went to somebody's pocket. But it went out of this country to get laundered and disconnected. That money will come back into this country as car dealerships, as commercial buildings, apartment complexes. Right, They're buying America with the dirty money that they cleaned. Your biggest, Aganos is the biggest business holder, land holder, real estate holder, casinos, hospitals. He did it with blood money, recycled in. That's what the Ukraine was. That's what Israel is. And foreign powers that control this and 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 own our own politicians. This is a bigger network than I even understand completely outside of this country. But I can tell you with complete certainty and evidence that inside this country is completely corrupt at the highest levels of this country. We we live in a state of corruption. Well, I'm, I agree with everything you're saying, uh, and you know I learned that the bitter hard way. But what I see happening uh, is their corruption makes them incompetent, and so therefore uh, their cover gets worse and worse, and they are losing uh, cover. Uh, as you know, I alert people, as you alert people, as we start to see this from all sides. The, the reason the FBI is able to do what it does. And I graduated from the FBI Academy in 1990 because the DEA school was inside there um, is because people buy the fact that they say they're the premier world law enforcement agency. They're not. They're an intelligence agency that really does psyops, information ops. They say it's only domestic, but it's, but it, or it's, they say it's only foreign, but it's actually domestic too. But more and more, People will will not talk to them anymore. You can't do that kind of stuff if you don't have informants, sources inside things. So what I am saying we got to do is counter espionage and counter sabotage is infiltrate them 
which is legal, moral, ethical, uh, and because they are losing ground. And what happens when they can't uh, do the cover for all the cartels and everything? Then they're in trouble, too. Well, exactly correct. Well, think about this. It was the FBI who raided Mar-a-Lago. It was the FBI who raided O'Keefe and, and Giuliani. They were looking for this evidence. They were looking for the Pandora Papers evidence, my evidence. I mean, think about this. You ready? You know what happened when they didn't get it? You know why O'Keefe resigned? Because it can't come out that he worked with me and he had this evidence. So he separates himself from Project Veritas because if it gets bagged, he doesn't take out the company. It wasn't that he stole a sandwich from a pregnant woman. I mean, I mean, it's pretty ridiculous, isn't it? He was the face of the country company, and more importantly, the guy they would donate to. It was it was done because of that. Now, when they didn't find the evidence, what happened? Governor Sununu turns around and claims, we got a cartel in the state. No kidding. You're protecting it and helping it launder money. You know what else happened? The FBI bust a money laundering network in Dick Aganos's casino. So now, you know what happens? Now they get called out. Sununu goes, well, I told you there was a cartel. The FBI goes, well, we did catch a money laundering network. They're running for cover, cover stories. Do you know what I did when I went to the, the FBI dozens of times? I brought a camera. Not because I knew they were going to open the door. Not because I knew that they were going to investigate. Because I knew that they weren't. I was incriminating them. I brought a lawn chair with me one time, sat four hours outside their door, and uh, over 100 people, because there was over 100 cars in their parking lot, nobody left the building in four hours. I mean, that is how. Oh, it's all on video, too. That's what I say. I say surveil them. That's exactly what I tell everybody to do. Um, because the only way they can do this is because they, you know, so. Uh, there's three. There used to be three groups inside the FBI Academy. There were the FBI uh, cadets in their powder blue shirts. Uh, there were the DEA guys in their uh, boots. And then there were the National Academy guys in their red shirts. Those were the guys who were being groomed for uh, police chief and, and high roles uh, because they're supposedly the premier law enforcement agency in the world. Well, when everybody stops buying that, and I'm telling everybody to get get off all of the federal task forces to get off the federal teat of all the Haida, OSINEF, uh, JTTF monies, uh, then they lose their ability uh, to be the enforcers and the, and the cover for all this. Uh, and that's slowly where I see us moving to. But before we wrap up, I want to come back to Flynn and Trump. So you you can't really answer why Flynn and Trump haven't, haven't um, outed this. Uh, is that to protect themselves? Is that because they're uh, corrupt or they, they got to play both sides? What's what's your insight into that? Because you're right. There's not there's not going to be any fair 2024 election. The, the fair elections are over. But why right. is that? Why are they not doing that anymore now? And I know. And by the way, I know General Flynn fairly well. We speak at a lot of the same you know events. 
Um, you want them to have them pass out? Turn around and tell them you're talking to me. <laughs> All right. You and, and you tell him I said hi, you bastard. Now that's from me. Okay. Uh, and lastly, on the FBI, the American people have got to stop following titles and start following courage. Don't buy that front anymore. Now, with Flynn, the only reason I gave him that evidence, and what I'm telling you is, is 100% on text messages, is they told me that they were going to tell the American people and that Trump was going to tell the American people. Now, I believe Trump was going to do that because he was going to use it as leverage to stay in office. And he was asking for the help of the American people. Now, my communications go through January 6th. In fact, they go as far as January 8th. When I, what I was told, and you could read in writing that General Flynn wasn't taking calls, and he had orders for everyone to scatter. No, I wasn't scattering. The FBI already had threatened me on Christmas Day of 2025, waiting in the parking lot. They knew I was talking to Flynn and his group. Flynn knew that my children were at risk. All five were being threatened by not just the FBI, but the cartel. And they still decided to scatter. And they left me with this evidence, which is why I had this absolutely disappear, because now I was concerned about both sides. Now, why is Trump not using it? I hope this isn't the art of the deal. I hope he has to trust the American people. What I could tell you is it believes if I didn't, I don't want to believe this, but it could it be that he's leveraged somehow? I don't know. But they're trying to indict him. If there's a time, and, and listen, whatever this Pandora Papers, that say it's embarrassing for him, get over it. Get over it. Turn around and consider the welfare of this country. Act immediately. Expose them all. This country will be behind you. And and as far as Flynn, that's a good question. Because Joe Flynn's following me on Twitter, Twitter recently. They know exactly who I'm, I've posted and who I am. Seth Ketchell turns around. Carissa Ketchell is one of the contacts. They all know. So that's a good question for them. Because I don't have a good answer for them. Because as we've waited, thousands of people have died from this cartel. We have lost ground in this battle against corruption. When you were speaking of how obvious it's getting, the other way to look at that is it's the level of their confidence it's their feel. Now, I'm not telling you overconfidence can't be a weapon for us, but it's a measure of their confidence to think that we can't do anything about it. That should be the measure of our concern is their confidence. Because in time, they knew you were going to figure it out. We are in a race. 
The race is, by the time you figure it out, is it too late to do anything about it? Could that be part of digital currency? Could that be part of 87 armed IRS agents? Could that be part of the 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 breakdown and the fabric of this country with fentanyl and drugs and poverty? I mean, look at some of the streets in our cities. Manchester, New Hampshire is a tent city. And we're talking about people living in tents in below zero weather, dying, freezing to death. Why are they there in a booming economy? Because they're drug-addled. That's what it is. Those people building those casinos and those mansions, well, they put them there. The treatment centers, you know how they operate? The cartel members run the treatment centers. The patients are street distribution. They steal from Medicaid in the billions. And you know who gets them aid? Senator Shaheen and Senator Hassan. It works like this across the country. Again, methodology. So why are they waiting? I don't... I can't give them a legitimate excuse. Maybe they come up with one, but make sure it's a good one. And make sure it's a good one to all the parents that lost their children. And maybe if they would have used this earlier, those borders would have remained closed. And now how many millions of people are in this country that we don't know who they are or what their intentions are? Every day we lose ground. Well, thank you, Mike. This has been uh, very uh, helpful and uh, lots of comments on uh, Rumble. Uh, one is that um, uh, we are Trump's plan because Trump was um, short-circuited uh, you know, in his presidency. He's surrounded by a constellation of traitors. I will ask General Flynn that next time I uh, see him as well. I know he's suing um, so I, if he wins his suit, then I'll go back and, and, and sue him because I can prove that they lied about me. I can prove that they changed documents as well. But I think that uh, what I'm doing, what you're doing, uh, what Trump's doing, what we're all doing is exposing them. I think their cover uh, is their concealment and they're losing concealment at an ever faster rate. And they only have ability that we give them when no one believes in the Congress, when nobody believes in the presidency, when nobody believes in the FBI, then they have nothing else left because we surround them and, they're, and their human terrain is shrinking. And so that's why I think what you're doing uh, is so important uh, and so praiseworthy. And uh, I thank you for that. So we can follow you on Twitter. I'm following you on Twitter. Uh, where else you can, can you people look for you? You can follow me on Twitter, uh, Mike Gill. You can follow me on Truth, uh, State of Corruption. Facebook, Mike Gill. You can Google State of Corruption YouTube. I have 500 videos. I took a video camera with me on my travels. So in other words, when people talk about evidence, I show you evidence. I show you the delivery of that evidence. I get face to face with these cartels, these corrupt politicians, <clears throat> the FBI, the DEA. So in other words, that's what makes me different, is I'm a player in this mess. And the thing with Flynn is, you can, you can watch and look at the texts 
You can see the first thing he asked me for was the settlement agreement. So in other words, I backed everything up. I don't speculate. I don't go outside of the things that I don't know. And, and, but the things that I am telling you, I can prove 100%. Well, I can tell you as a veteran, because I worked in the military, I worked in federal law enforcement, I worked in intelligence, uh, is I talked to, tomorrow I'm having on uh, an old, a real FBI agent, uh, the hero of the Miami gunfight, Ed Morales, um, on my show tomorrow. I just talked to a Green Beret hero friend of mine, Chad Balwantz, I'm going to have him on. But nobody is uh, going to have their children serve uh, what Clay Martin says, another SF veteran the Skittles flag. So the military is just going to be full of uh, some trannies uh, who can't do anything. They're not, there's no force that they're going to be able to bring. That's the same thing's going to happen uh, with uh, federal law enforcement uh, and with local police as well. The, the hero cops of Nashville today uh, differently, but they are attriting their own forces. And when there's no structure left when you don't have the the enforcement to hold the structure together, you know, then as Billy Jack says, you know, when policemen break the law, there is no law. It's just a fight for survival. And then then it's just survival of the fittest. And that's that's where we're heading. And I think that's why they're on the take. They turn around and see the frustration of it and turn around and say, well, if they're taking money, I guess I will, too. <clears throat> but I'd like to leave people with this. There is a path. And there is a strategy to win. This Pandora Papers, we demand President Trump and the American people demand from Congress the names on those $932 billion. Remember, not $300 billion, not $400, $932. They know the names. Why don't we know the names? We shouldn't be voting for these politicians if they're on the list and they're corrupt. Now, think about this, right? They say, follow the money. Well, that is where the money is and the laundry. This is the question that these sneaky bastards can't answer. You know, and they're experts at plausible deniability. Here's the question, right? Hillary Clinton, where'd you get the billions from? Joe Biden, how'd you get billions Bill Shaheen, billions. Aganos, drug cartel, hundreds of billions. Where did you get the money? How did the IRS miss it? How did the FBI miss it? Especially when the IRS is tracking you for 600 bucks. See, there is a path, and they are afraid of this path. So don't think we can't win, because we can no, we can win and we will win, but there's two pieces to that. I think the whistleblower path and the Schindler path, the undercovers that are inside, um, turning on them. But thank you so much for coming on, Mike. Um, uh, I will publish uh, on my Patreon locals whatever you send. Uh, we will uh, work through Team America uh, on those uh, names as well. Uh, and God bless and thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Okay, and so that is um, a very uh, brave whistleblower uh, coming publicly, and <clears throat> I hope that helped us. A lot of comments here uh, on that, uh, and uh, yeah, Mike's on Twitter, and uh, I'm on Twitter too, uh, by the way, and uh, 
on Facebook. I've got a new Facebook account on YouTube uh, again uh, as well. And uh, LinkedIn and uh, Cloud Hub and uh, what else? Rumble, of course, on American Media Periscope uh, and uh, Brighton TV. And of course, tomorrow uh, is the um, calculating the coming uh, collapse, which I've, it is going to collapse. And that's what I'm going to talk about. Uh, but uh, I'm seeing more and more people uh, coming to our side, uncovering more, seeing all this from another angle. Um, uh, and intelligence prepares the battle space. That's very, very important. So um, a secret told isn't. No communications are secure. All security is breachable. All codes are hackable. Concealment is not cover. All cover is temporary. All codes are breakable. Use a one-time pad one time, and it's on uh, my shop at jeffreybrazer.com. Looking is not seeing. Hearing is not listening. Moving is not action. Knowledge is not wisdom. Perseverance beats trust. Power is not force. Hope is not a plan. Plans are useless. Planning is invaluable. Develop the situation before it develops you. Training is essential. The most committed wins. The most committed has a transcendent value system. The most committed transcendent value system is Judeo-Christian native. Freedom is never given. It is earned, won, fought for, and taken. So take it.